1: Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Camille, on our last program, we were exploring attitudes to wealth. Of course, our whole conversation has been about the culture war, progressives and conservatives. The idea that progressives tend to support a socialist way of distribution of wealth, and conservatives tend to support a capitalist gaining of wealth. But isn't there an issue for us here as Christians that our attitude to the wealth may actually draw us away from God? Absolutely, for sure. When you are full
0: and well taken care of, and there's plenty of money in the bank, there is the temptation to forget God. But of course, bearing in mind, we're in a fallen world and all kinds of things can happen. And especially in these intensified last days, (laughs) expect the unexpected and the crazy is becoming mainstream. So if you are complacent and distracted because of wealth, chances are you're not going to stay that way for long, Neil. There'll be plenty of things to get your attention and hopefully get you on your knees praying to the
1: living God. I imagine, Camille, this starts with the individual, our own personal attitudes to wealth that then move into our attitudes to business, and that then move into our attitudes to government. So getting these things right personally perhaps has a major effect in the long run when we become the decision makers. It does, and I do remember the words of Paul that we
0: should be content if we have our basic needs met, food, clothing, shelter, we shouldn't be greedy, we shouldn't be pining, because there is something about the love of money that brings an intense dissatisfaction. One of the fabulously wealthy people of yesteryear was once asked the question, you've got lots of money, you're a billionaire, how much more is enough? And his answer was something to the effect of, just a little bit more. In other words, even though you have it all, you don't have it all. And even if you gain the whole world, as Jesus says, you still can be in danger of losing your soul. And what good will your money do when that happens?
1: And Camille, it appears that God has given to us some wonderful safeguards to help our attitudes be aligned with his. Things like tithings, things like being generous to the poor. Well, you've hit the nail on the head. Tithing, offerings,
0: giving to the poor helps us to uh, quit being so selfish and self-centered, especially regarding our money, and to remember that ultimately it all belongs to God anyway. Plus, of course, there is the secret of giving that eludes the people in the world, and that is when you give, it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give to you. And this is coming from Jesus himself. So we really do need to remember to be on God's economy and not just subject to the world's economy. And God's economy involves giving and receiving.
1: Do you think, Camille, that those principles, as they apply to the individual life, also apply to our national scale of generosity?
0: I believe so. In other words, when An individual does what is right, he or she is blessed, when a nation does what is right. The nation is blessed. So yes, there can be a corporate benefit, or a communal benefit, that's a better term, if we do the right thing, standing up for the oppressed, giving to the poor, helping where we can. So yes, let's get it right together, as well as individually.